when you set a goal around diabetes, you put yourself in the mindset that change is possible. And when change is possible, you can take action towards that change and feel confident that you have the ability to get there. If you don't set goals, then you may end up taking one step forward and two steps back and one step to the side, but in the end, you never go anywhere. And you stay exactly in the place where you are, which isn't where you want to be. Welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman, and I invite you to join us as we talk candidly about the emotional challenges of living with type 1 diabetes. We'll give you actionable strategies to help you face these challenges head on, reduce your stress, and most importantly, live a full life without letting diabetes get in the way. Hey there, welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman. As 2021 wraps up and we get ready to dive into 2022, it's time to start thinking about what the next year holds. And this includes setting goals for yourself in your life with type 1 diabetes. In this episode of the podcast, I'm going to talk more about why setting goals is important and how you can set good goals to help you both physically and mentally with diabetes in the next year. And then I'm going to give you four questions to ask yourself as you set goals to make sure you set yourself up for success. Is the concept of setting goals for yourself in your life with type 1 diabetes new to you? If it is, not to worry. We'll talk all about how you can think about goals and why goals are important and set you up for success so that you can set goals for yourself in your life over the next year that you can achieve, but that are also going to push you out of your comfort zone and get you doing things that you really want to be doing. One of the things I hear most often in my work is people tell me that diabetes is just what it is and there's no way to change it and no way to change what your life is like with diabetes. And changing this mindset offers you the perfect opportunity to set goals for yourself and push yourself forward in your life with diabetes. Diabetes is what it is. And yes, you have a condition that's not going away. So setting a goal to make diabetes go away is not going to set you up for success. But just because you have diabetes doesn't mean anything more than that. It doesn't dictate what you can and can't do. It doesn't dictate what your blood sugars have to be. It doesn't dictate what you're able to do in your life. But if you get in the mindset of saying, you know, I can't do much because I have diabetes or diabetes stops me from doing these things, then you're stuck. Setting goals around your diabetes helps you to move out of that place of being stuck. It helps you to see the future, see what's possible in the future, and then make a plan to work towards it. That being said, you have to set goals around diabetes strategically. You can't set goals that are not achievable. Setting goals in your life with diabetes gives you the opportunity to imagine what is possible, imagine what you want to be possible, and then make a plan to get there, to make that possibility a reality in your life. But unless you're willing to set a goal and push yourself to your limit to get there, then you're going to end up stuck where you are right now which if I were to guess, is not really where you want to be. When you set a goal around diabetes, you put yourself in the mindset that change is possible. And when change is possible, you can take action towards that change and feel confident that you have the ability to get there. 
if you don't set goals, then you may end up taking one step forward and two steps back and one step to the side. But in the end, you never go anywhere. And you stay exactly in the place where you are, which isn't where you want to be. For most people with diabetes, the only goal they think about is their A1C goal or their time and range goal. And that goal is important, but I think it's also challenging for a couple of different reasons. Let's be honest, a time and range or an A1C is a number on a piece of paper. Yes, it has the ability to predict longer-term health outcomes, but right here, right now, that number is only something on a piece of paper. It doesn't mean a whole lot to you in your daily life. And that mindset makes it really hard to get motivated to get to that place. And if you get there, it makes it hard to stay motivated to stay there. Your goals have to mean something to you, not only for a pat on the back, they have to be important to you for deeper reasons. And so you're thinking about what goals you want to set in your life with type 1 diabetes. Having an A1C goal is important and helpful, but you have to have a deeper reason for it. So if you're thinking about setting a new A1C or time and range goal for yourself in the new year, I want you to ask yourself this question. If I achieve this goal, how will my life be better? Or put a different way, what will this A1C or time and range allow me to do both now and in the future? Maybe it's run a marathon. Maybe it's go skiing. Maybe if your time and range is better, you'll feel more confident taking your kids to the beach or going for a hike. Those are really the goals we want to focus on. And your A1C and time and range is really a tool that's going to help you do those things. Maybe you have longer-term goals, like you want to go on a safari when you retire from your job. But in order to do that, you have to be healthy. So your goal is to go on the safari. And your A1C and time and range are going to be things that facilitate that being possible. And so when you have those things in mind, you can see the bigger reason for the goal. It becomes less of a check on the box and much more motivating for you to get there. So as you're thinking about your diabetes goals for 2022, I want to ask you to think not only about what the specific goal is, but what that goal will allow you to do. So what does a goal for type 1 diabetes look like in the new year? I want to talk about a couple different types of goals. The first one we covered so far already, and that is blood sugar goals. So for example, having an A1C below 6.5% or having a time and range above 75%. Those are all great goals. But again, you have to have a reason why. You have to have an idea about if I get to this place, how is this going to help me? What's it going to allow me to do? And when you answer that question for yourself, I think you're going to see so many other types of goals opening up for you. The second type of goal we can talk about is a behavioral goal. And behavioral goals are things that you're going to choose to do either on a regular basis or every once in a while in your life. They can be goals around diabetes management, so you're going to change your pump site every three days, or maybe your goal is to pre-bolus 15 minutes before every meal. Those are all great goals. But again, you have to ask yourself, if I do that, what will that allow me to do? If you pre-bolus, your blood sugar won't go so high after lunch, and that will allow you to be more attentive in meetings at work in the afternoon. So really, your goal is to be more attentive at meetings at work. And pre-bolusing is a tool that you're going to use to get yourself there. If your goal is to change your pump site every three days, you have to ask yourself why. I know that's what's recommended, but what's the reason? 
Is it because your insulin delivery isn't great after three days or you get some irritation on your skin? And so having that reason why you want to change your pump set every three days or put a new CGM on every time the old one expires or whatever that thing is around your diabetes management behavior, you have to ask yourself why. But behaviors go way beyond diabetes management. Think about the things that you want to do in your life that you feel that you're having trouble doing right now because of diabetes. So for example, I want to go whitewater rafting this summer. And that's a goal of mine. So what do I have to do in my diabetes management and more importantly in my mindset in order to achieve that goal? You know, there's some logistical things I have to do, not related to diabetes or my mindset, but I have to make a reservation. I have to save the money to be able to go. But then once I do all of those things, then it's all about figuring out how do I manage diabetes while I'm on that trip? And our minds are tricky things and they get in the way. And so setting goals around behavior really also involves setting goals around mindset. But the first thing you have to do is imagine what is possible. Imagine what you want to be able to do in this future state and allow yourself to dream. Allow yourself to dream big. And in that process, you're going to be able to set some goals for yourself and then figure out what you have to do to achieve that goal. Get yourself to the place where you're able to perform the behavior that you want to do. Whether it's ski or ride a bike or make a doctor's appointment. All of those things can be goals and those involve behaviors that you can do, but mindset can get in the way. And that leads me to my third type of goal, and that's a mindset goal. Goals around your mental health and how you think about diabetes and how you want to change the way you think about diabetes. Now, these are goals because they take practice, they take intention, they take work to do. And so having a goal to change your mindset, change how you think about diabetes, change how you relate to diabetes, those are all goals that you can set. But again, you have to ask yourself why. Why is it so important for me to change my mindset? If I change my mindset, what will I be able to do? If you can answer that question, then you're going to be well on your way to setting these goals because you have your ultimate goal, which is usually a behavioral goal or a goal of how you're going to be in the world. And then the mindset goal is a step towards that bigger goal. And we have to take into account all of these things. But we want to focus on the end goal and then work backwards to figure out what are the things I need to do to get to that place. And there may be some sub goals in the process. I want to pause here and ask you, do you have any goals in mind? If you do, put this episode on pause, take out a piece of paper, and take five minutes to write them down. Feel free to dream big. Don't hold yourself back. Don't worry about thinking if things are possible. Just get them on paper and write them down and have them in front of you. If you're having trouble thinking about your goals, I want you to take a minute and take out a piece of paper and answer this question for me. Think about what you would do in your life if diabetes didn't get in the way. If diabetes was not an issue for you, you still had it because we can't make diabetes go away. That's not a realistic goal. But diabetes is just not a bother for you. The work isn't a problem. Your blood sugars are in good range. Everything is going really well. What would you do then that you can't do now? What would you want to do? What's What really lights you on fire? If you can think of that one thing or a couple things, write them down. Because those are great starting points for your goals for 2022 with type 1 diabetes. How can we figure out ways for you to be able to get to that place where you're doing the things that you want to do 
if diabetes was not in your way. Diabetes may still be in your way, but we can figure out how to navigate around those barriers as opposed to letting them stop us in our tracks before we even get started. There are an infinite number of goals that you could have in your life with type 1 diabetes, and I'm not about to tell you what your goal should or shouldn't be, but I want to give you some examples of some goals that I've heard recently that could help you as you think about what your goals are. So I had one person tell me they want to get their A1C to 5.5 because she wants to get ready to have a baby. In order to get pregnant, she wants to make sure that her blood sugars are in good control. Now, that's a really great reason and a really great goal to bring her blood sugars down. I have another person who told me they want to start on an insulin pump in 2022 because over the past couple of months, their blood sugars have been so variable and caused them so much frustration that they haven't been able to pay attention at work or in school. And so by starting an insulin pump, they want to be able to take that burden off of themselves and allow the pump to help them manage their blood sugars better. That's a great goal as well. The goal is starting the insulin pump, but really the goal is to be able to reduce the burden of diabetes so that they can pay attention in school and at work and be a better friend, which for this person has been challenging. Another person I talked to wants to travel internationally, but she's worried that her anxiety about having enough supplies is going to get in the way of doing that. And that if she does travel internationally, she's going to be so consumed with thinking about diabetes that she's not going to be able to enjoy the trip. So for this person, there's a couple goals. One is actually making plans to travel internationally. And the other one is being able to change her mindset around diabetes and see that she's able to problem solve and multitask. And even if things get challenging while she's traveling, know that she's still going to be able to have a good time and deal with those challenges as they come up. So those are all, it's both the mindset goal, but also a behavioral goal. So you can see goals can be big or small. So maybe international travel is not in your future, or maybe having a baby is not in your future. That's totally fine. But think about the goals that are important to you and what you want to be able to accomplish and how you want to push yourself in your life with type 1 diabetes in 2022. So now that hopefully you have some goals in mind, I want to give you four questions to ask yourself as you set your goals to make sure you are setting yourself up for success and that you're pushing yourself out of your comfort zone so the goals can be real and impactful and meaningful in your life. The first question is a very practical one, and that is, how much control do I have? So if you tell me that your goal is to eliminate diabetes or even eliminate the stress of diabetes in your life in 2022, I won't laugh at you, but I'll kindly tell you that that is not realistic because unfortunately, there's no way that I can think of that you can control having diabetes or control all the variables that cause stress in your life with type 1 diabetes. So we want to make sure that we're setting ourselves up for success and setting goals that are realistic. That doesn't mean you can't push yourself and set reach goals, but you have to be able to have a probability of success. And trying to do something that's impossible, like getting rid of diabetes, is not going to be successful. And so, and it's just going to cause you more stress. And so we want to make sure that as we're setting goals, we are being realistic while also reaching for the stars. Question number two, who is the person that I need to become in order to achieve this goal? So often we think about, what do I need to do to achieve a goal? And that's a really important question that we'll get to in just a minute. 
But I think the bigger question, and maybe the first question we need to ask ourselves, is if I'm going to do this, if I'm going to travel internationally, or if I'm going to bring my A1C down to 5.5 to have a baby, who is the person that I need to become in order to do that thing? How do I need to grow in my life? What do I need to do differently that I'm doing right now? So maybe for you, you need to become more patient or more consistent or have more tolerance for distress. Maybe you need to become more organized. There's lots of different options, but look at your goal and think to yourself, if I'm going to achieve that goal, how will I be different as a person in the process of getting there? And that can give you some really great clues as to what you need to do in order to make that happen. So if you need to become more consistent, then maybe the first step of the goal is actually setting an alarm every morning and going and exercising or being consistent in whatever it is you need to start doing. Maybe if you're going to start running an insulin pump and you're worried about what people will think of you, the person you need to become is someone who is less self-conscious or someone who doesn't care as much about what other people think about them. Those are really great questions that we need to ask ourselves as we're thinking about our goals, because that helps us to not only do things, but also change who we are and how we interact in the world in order to achieve those goals. Because goals require change. When we push ourselves out of our comfort zone to do great things, it requires us to change both what we do, but also how we interact in the world and who we are. And if we think about our goals in the context of who we need to become, it gives us a lot more clarity as to the next step and the next action. Question number three, and this is a tough one, but I think a really important one. Am I willing to fail? If the answer is no, you're in a tough spot. I'm gonna go on for a little tangent here, but I really believe that in our society, we have done a really poor job at talking about failure and the importance of failure in order to grow, in order to achieve great things, and to set far-reaching goals. In order to do those things, we have to be willing to fail. And now, failure and diabetes are a challenging topic, right? Because you think about failing with diabetes, and you think about a really high A1C, or you think about going into a hypoglycemic episode where you have a seizure or need the paramedics. And those are things that we don't want to have happen. That's not what I mean by failure. When you say, my goal is to go scuba diving with type 1 diabetes, and I'm going to put my effort into achieving that goal, you have to be willing to fail because doing those things is challenging. And you may learn along the way that, you know, it's not possible. But if you never try to do it, you're never going to learn that. And if you do fail, if you do end up tripping and falling and realizing that, you know, things are more challenging than you thought they'd be, you learn something from that. You learn about how to manage your diabetes better. You learn about how to deal with the stress of diabetes. You learn lots of new things. But you can only do those things if you have a willingness to fail. And so as you're thinking about your goals for 2022, I want to encourage you to think about, am I willing to fail? And hopefully the answer is yes. Hopefully the answer is your goals are so great and so important to you that you're willing to take a risk and put yourself out there with the possibility that it won't work out. Now, on that same note, don't be stupid. There's a big difference between failure and stupidity with your goals. So not taking insulin for the whole day, that's stupidity. That's not failure. But trying a new food and having your blood sugar go high, that's failure. 
And that's a good thing because you're able to learn from that process. You're able to say, okay, I ate this pizza and I bolus four units and my blood sugar went to 350. Well, that's not a great outcome, but now you have the opportunity to learn from it. And so next time you have that pizza, you may bolus eight units and see what happens. And as you do those things and as you fail, you learn, which then sets you up for success. And question number four, what is my first step in achieving that goal? And what I mean by that is let's think very small and very easy. So for example, imagine that your goal is to start an insulin pump in 2022. And because you thought a lot about it and you realized even though you have a lot of hesitations, it's the right thing to do or you want to give it a try at least. What is the first step? And think really simple here. Maybe the first step is getting online and Googling uh, insulin pump companies and going to each of their websites and doing a little research about each of the pumps to find out which one is right for you. Maybe you know which pump you want to use. And so maybe the first step is going to their website and putting in your information to their contact form. Again, you may have some big goals. You may have some scary goals. But there's always a really easy first step that you can take right now to start achieving that goal. And guess what? When you take that first step, you are now closer than you've ever been to that goal. And then think about the next step and the next step. And of course, as you get closer, each of these steps may become more complicated and more challenging, but it all starts with the first step. And so what I want to encourage you to do right now is think about your goals and think about what is the first step I can take right now in order to get myself closer to that goal. And if you do that, you're going to be in great shape. So remember, here are the four questions to ask yourself as you set your goals. How much control do I have? Is this a goal that's possible for anyone to achieve? So getting rid of diabetes, probably not. But starting an insulin pump or getting your A1C down or going on an international trip, those are things that are all possible and that you have control over. Question number two, who is the person I need to become in order to achieve this goal? How do I need to act differently in the world? And what do I need to do differently to get there? Question number three, Am I willing to fail? These goals are scary, and it's possible you may not achieve them. If you're setting goals for yourself that are good goals, there are some that are going to be reaches, and you have to push yourself to get to. And that's not always possible, and you may not always get there. That's okay. But in order to set a good goal, you have to be willing to fail because it's a risk. And then finally, number four, what is the first step to getting there? What can I do right here, right now to get myself closer to that goal? I want to hear about your goals, so please send me an email or a DM or tag me on your Instagram stories and let me know what your diabetes goals are for 2022. We want to be able to cheer you on, and we can't know unless you tell us, so please let us know what you're working towards with diabetes and your blood sugars, your mindset, and your behavior in the new year. That does it for this episode of the podcast. If you found this episode valuable, do me a favor. Send the link to this episode to somebody else who has type 1 diabetes who could benefit from it. That really helps me get the word out about this podcast so that other people can benefit from it. And be sure to tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode of the podcast in the new year. Remember, type 1 diabetes is not easy, but you can have an easier time with it. And I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Bye for now. 
much for listening. For more resources, you can visit www.thediabetespsychologist.com and be sure to sign up for the email list for access to exclusive content. I'm Dr. Mark Heyman, and tune in next time for the latest episode of the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. Thank you.